Hey, this is Dave. This is Tim. And this is Dave and Tim. No, okay. and Dave. I got Tim and Dave. I, yeah. Yeah, okay. This. Well, we testing? should actually add that into the show. Hello, everyone. Hey, guys. This is Tim. And this is Dave. This is Tim and Dave. Okay, we. You gonna start off singing? Uh, no. You're not. Okay, yeah, I am. Okay. So I found this new song. It actually turns out it was actually originally written in 1990, mm-hmm. and a big thing was Timmy. Actually I like it. I like the song. song. Not only did I like the song itself, David had a certain rendition that he taped, and I like that too. I did tape it. I, I I really found this song to something that I liked, and it was just something that was nice. So it was. It's called the version I first heard was uh, from uh, Ellie Goldling. And it's called How Long Will I Love You? And I just thought it was a sweet song. So, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm getting over a cold. It goes, how long will I love you? As long as stars are above you. And longer if I can. Timmy. How long will I need you? As long as the seasons need to. Follow their plan. Oh my God, Tim! I think we 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 should make a duet. You think? think what I, does that mean? Follow their plan. I mean, fall, fall winter, spring, plan? summer. I, I guess. Okay. Uh, that's now. Now, it's you're, fine. now, now you're bagging on you're the right, song. Right. Like, Tim said, "I, Dave, I actually <laughs> really, I, this I song, actually man. really like the song." It, w- it was a trap. <laughs> I was luring you into a false sense of security. It's a trap. <laughs> so I can um shatter. This song shattering my heart live on the air. Oh my god! Well, it's 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 broken. It's broken. Okay. Um, so happy Easter, listeners! Happy Easter! Yeah, thank you all. You so know much what? For tuning in. I remember What's last that? year Easter was in the middle of April, right? And we had a break, and it was like the weather was better, right? 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 Now, as it happens, Thursday had decent weather, mm-hmm. but still, I like it. I liked it last year in the middle of April. Right? Right? It, 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 I didn't know it was in the middle of April last year. Neither did I. I, I thought it was around the same time. I don't know. But how then Easter I got works. to thinking. I don't totally either. It's something with the stars. I know that much. No way, really. It's a. It's rather complicated to calculate. That's strange. I just mm-hmm. thought they just had it on a calendar. Nope, not this. Not the same day every year. That's I mean, you think right. it would be, but whatever. Remember that one time, like during um, Ash Wednesday, Joe mm. Biden got the cross uh, or. Um, an X on his forehead, uh-huh. and the news media thought that uh, because he was, you know, interviewing things, uh, that he had uh, got punched in the face, <laughs> and they didn't realize that that was the ash the priest put on yeah. him for Ash Wednesday. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Um, God is not in this country. No, <laughs> no, no. Well, I mean, that's a, that's a Catholic thing, which was never American to begin with. It was very ethnic. Exactly. Popery. Popery, they called it. <laughs> the popery. Popery. The invasion of the United States. Popish plots. Um. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we apologize for not having an episode last week. I'm, as you can hear, getting over a cold still, hmm. and that kind of took me under under the under the gun here, and it wasn't any fun. But uh, we appreciate you all tuning in this week. Um, before we get any further into this, I want to thank you all for listening. You guys uh, can catch us out, catch us out, bleh, catch us, hmm. catch me outside, catch me outside. Yeah, is that, I... is that a still a meme? No. no okay. Uh, sorry, guys. No, but you can catch us on Facebook. Uh, www.facebook.com. Facebook.com's uh, our uh, our our Facebook page is the Tim and Dave Show podcast. You can follow us. You can like and comment. Give us some suggestions. 
Uh, you can find us also on iTunes, Google Play, FM Play, and SoundCloud at the Tim and Dave Show podcast. Uh, you can also uh, contribute to our Patreon account. It's patreon.com slash the Tim and Dave Show podcast. And there you can just do a small monetary uh, donation uh, to help us with some of the – pretty much the hosting fees is pretty much mm-hmm. what we're mm-hmm. usually spending all the money. That, you know, all the hardcore partying that we've been doing, mm. you know, on the side. Yeah. That's where we get all these all cool those topics. extra strength condoms. <laughs> Wait, what the? <laughs> I don't even want to know. Um, anyhow, uh, or, you know, best way to get uh, the word out is word of mouth. You can tell a friend, tell a friend's friend, tell a friend's 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 mm. friend's. About the Timidate Show podcast, if you like it. Yeah. So, Don't go any wider than that, though. No, no, it would please. Just be awkward. We're, not, we're not part of that social. No, social no, 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 no. So, speaking about Facebook, so okay. I was lurking on a, on a you know, mm. Facebook is a seedy place, is mind it? you. And now, this is not a segue to talk about Zuckerberg being uh, um, asked to be representing the Facebook uh, company be, be, uh, because of the, I guess, security issues and data breaches and stuff like that. Ladies yeah, and gentlemen, that's not news. you all know that the moment yeah, you put yourself uh-huh. on social media, that information's public the and it's never going away. The only reason they were like, able to translate that news into this media cycle outrage was because they very... Tendentiously, tendentiously linked it to Trump being elected. Yeah, like, <laughs> can we please just like get we've over about, this? Like we've heard about this a million times. God, Hillary Clinton. But then once Hillary Clinton says, <laughs> "Oh, th- by the way, this is another reason," <laughs> then the media goes into an uproar. <laughs> that woman is a beast. Uh, uh, anyways, than one for sure, for sure. Bill so Clinton sitting at home uh, listening to this. <laughs> you got that right. right. <laughs> got that right, Whitey. <laughs> <laughs> First black president. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Bill Clinton did say he was the first black president. <laughs> it's so dumb. Anyways. I'll, no, I'll leave it to a white guy to yeah. say he was the first black president. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. All right, I digress. White people can't even give black people the honor of being the first black president. <laughs> oh, God. So, long story short, I'm reading... A, a, a debate going on with two people. One mm. who is uh, has an Asian background. Mm. <clears throat> the one uh, being another, the other individual being white. The mm. uh, so I don't even know what the topic was. I don't even know how it started. But it, it, the the argument eventually escalated, or or I guess de- degenerated. Yeah, degenerated to you're Asian. The white guy was saying this. You're Asian. Hmm. You're not masculine whatsoever. Mm -hmm. You get no women at all. Oh, boy. And then the Asian individual's response back was, I have been with more women Mm. (laughs) than you have ever. Uh You know, you go to other countries because you can't find women in your country. Mm. You know, at least bring some white women over to my country if you're going (laughs) to come to it to to hang out with my women. I kind of like this conversation. So... And the guy responded, so I didn't know it was a reciprocating economic exchange. Hmm. Either way, I've been with many women. (laughs) And, you know, look at you. You have no hair on your body. Hmm. And then the other man proceeded by saying, I'm stronger than you. I could could fight more men than you. Mm -hmm. And then then the white guy said back, what are you talking about? I was a bouncer for seven years, you know. I could mess you. So, oh yeah, well I can suck more. Di- Wait, what? <laughs> so that's where that. So and then other people started chammering uh-huh. in on it. Uh-huh. So while this was all going on on this on this account that's going on on Facebook, you know, instead of me thinking about the actual things that they're talking about, I, I my brain just went off to a whole different direction, and I just said to myself. What is masculinity? Mm. What's the definition of masculinity? Mm. So these guys are just going at it like a regular racist rant that the Facebook mm-hmm. always proceeds to have. And, I, and I'm thinking to myself, 
what is masculinity? So hmm. then I started going on this journey. And then I read this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what is masculinity? Then I started going on this journey on the internet. <laughs> Many different websites. And it led me to actually just recently uh, a comedian hmm. had posted about masculinity and what does it mean to be uh, a masculine person and mm. eventually he was put on an npr broadcast which i highly recommend you guys check it out so the comedian's name was michael ian black mm. and he wrote a twitter about um about the idea of what masculinity is in america mm -hmm. and it's prefaced with the title um our boys are broken, and referring to Americans uh, specifically, uh, his argument is simply just this. Um, we don't have the language right now to really define what masculinity is in contemporary settings. It used to be that for a man to be masculine, okay, mm -hmm. you have to be strong, you mm -hmm. have to be the leader of the pack, you have to be always right, you mm -hmm. have to be number one, you have to have a certain physical feature characteristics, and most specifically, you must not have emotions, or at least not let your emotions be a centering point of who you are, especially if they're emotions that deal with caring and sensitivity. Mm. But that definition does not mold well with what this world has as far as skill sets to be successful or at least socially acclable, um, uh, so socially a fit okay. in our society because we don't live in a hunter-gatherer society anymore. Hmm. We don't need big men going out to slay the deer. We also don't need to have these separative uh, uh, roles as men and women because we are not going to starve to death just because you weren't the leader of the pack. Uh, he later then argues that women for the past 50, 60, 70 years have has had an advantage on men in terms of defining who they are in uh, a growing role as people. For example, in the feminist movement, women have more language to express their frustration about being uh, um, uh, uh, being treated as not as an equal and allowing themselves also to embrace attributes that haven't necessarily been considered to be feminine for example being a person who is self-assured when mm -hmm. you say that to a, per a woman who's self-assured in my mindset in many mindsets he argued at least that a woman still can keep her femininity and being self-assured versus if you say a man is sensitive automatically that characteristics demasculate or emasculates that man to say he's a sensitive man there's no room for him to be masculine whatsoever i don't know that that's true i don't know if I one can say it's true or it's one it's something that i think people, there's less room it's something that people like the sound of it's something people like to say because they think it's you know meaningful in some sort of deep point I don't know if it's true. How can you demonstrate this to be true? I just think. Well, I think a it, certain I sensitivity think it up, has always been a masculine trait. I mean, I don't think so at all. No. Art, being artistic has always been a masculine. I don't trait. believe that was a masculine. I trait. believe so. being art. I actually throughout find it, world history, who are the freaking artists? Men. Yeah, how, there you have it. However, I don't think that was a masculine. Uh, Caesar versus Michelangelo. Who's Caesar, who's more masculine? What do you mean, Michael? Who's Michelangelo? The artist? Yes. Who's well, more masculine? Caesar's more masculine. Yeah, why is he more masculine? Because he fought wars and killed there people. You go. See, that's what, what I'm saying. There's, there's, there's attributes to that. But Caesar was... Uh, no, actually, I'm thinking of Pompey. It's, no, was it Caesar? One, 
I, okay, actually, it was Pompey, who um, he he was also a very masculine Roman man who killed very many people and attained great political power. But he was um, he was a great object of humor in his age, and all the other men made fun of him because he loved his wife. Well, there you go. Like, I mean, is that not an example? Like, how dare you show affection and uh-huh. care for another human being? You're supposed to be able to grab a deer by the Caesar, throat. Caesar, Caesar, I don't, some I don't know. I think, you, I think you'd have to look into it. He, he was a sensitive man. He, he was brought up in in classical. He was classically educated. I'm not he, saying that it doesn't have edu- You don't. You can't be educated, but also have masculine characteristics. But mm. okay, an example would be okay. George Washington, masculine okay. or an artist. Masculine, of course. Why? Because he killed a lot of people. There you go. See, that's what I'm saying. It's ha- There's not a lot of language mm-hmm. afforded to us uh-huh. because not a lot of people have wanted to really yeah, impress but, oh, upon this. And that's true. also an argument within uh-huh. feminism. Mm. That it's 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 a Feminism is a movement for women's equality, but it also, at the same token, gives room for men to allow themselves to also be who they want to be. And in this context in which the author was describing was to be able to be more emotional, able to be more intact with how they feel and being allowed to express those things. Now, later he would eventually this argument goes towards why could there, why there could be reasons for um, school shootings in America. Now, this is where I start to detract from my feelings of it mm. being valid or at least sound because um, we're starting to say that, well, if you were nicer to school shooters, if you were allowing them to be more sensitive, then they wouldn't go off and shoot people. It also argues that mental illness could be a factor, which is also a debate going well, on. Well, the thing with this kid, by the way, um, apparently... The Florida shooting. His, his, yeah, yeah, Nicholas Cruz, apparently his foster mother was very abusive towards him. Well, I mean, th- there's also... So, a- of course, when, whenever you look into one of these mass shooters, their their background is... Very unusual in a very bad way. Right, right, right. So I don't, I don't think we can blame any sort of general social trend on I agree. this. No, 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 because I in any agree. given case, they're right. not a general specimen. They're right. an extraordinarily particular right. specimen. Well, that's what I'm trying to say. Like, well, I wouldn't say it's there. Are, there are definitely that this. They aren't norms. That's mm-hmm. why they they don't happen as often. Mm-hmm. But they do happen more they're often. Hardly ever. But they are one, happening. One has to... More. They're they're happening in higher degrees more so than they had been. And the question is. What is the co- correlation or link? And a lot of times, society has a part to play in this, as well as the laws that govern mm-hmm. society, which was the argument for the gun control piece. But uh, I don't know. I thought it was a really. I actually, I mean, I have I have pondered this issue, and I haven't the the issue that being why mass shootings of this nature are um they're still very they're still one has to realize extraordinarily small in number. Obviously, people die. Many, many more people die more every single day from totally mundane things. You know, there's a, I think, I think, I think the, the the statistic is I think 96 people die a day due to gun 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 violence. Yeah. Okay. We're when we're talking about gun violence and when we're talking right. about no, 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 these, no, no, no. We're I understand talking that. about entirely yeah. different but, things. But 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 uh, also to say though the majority point, of the incarceration rate. What, what was I rate. saying? What what I was saying was right. I pondered <clears throat> what the explanation for this could be, and I haven't been able to come to a. No um, one can. Satisfying I, I, conclusion. It's, it's a difficult question to ask because it goes against a lot of the grains of how we were brought up to think was correct social uh, understandings. I do. Such C- as, certainly it has something to do with male alienation. I, think I don't know if one can that. think of mascu- masculinity as something to do with it. I think there's a but definite these, correlation um, to that. The, the sort of explanation that you gave... There may be that may be some sort of factor that may play a role in explaining it. But well, it 
whatever what you just said and that that uh, talking point that line of thinking which I've heard a lot of right right is far too simplistic. No to no no, no. That, and that's what that's the thing. And even and even Michael Black said that this is he's not a gender stu- he's not a gender yeah, uh, studies um, person. He's a comedian. Uh-huh. He he literally wrote this tweet while helping his child, who by the way was whose school she was in elementary school uh, when Sandy Hook happened, and it was ten miles away. Mm-hmm. And after this shooting, the kids have probably grown older, probably middle school, high school now. He said, I just couldn't not say anything anymore and this just came from a place of hurt and 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 worry and pain and he wrote this while his he he was helping his daughter with a report on the on the floor of their kitchen just like a regular dad daughter moment and he's just thinking about and of course he should be and you know and he even mentions that you know he feels sad and even frustrated that his son when he's upset would stomp up the stairs refusing to speak about his his day or what's bothering him and and you know i i think there's a there's a valid concern about not allowing men uh to to speak about how they feel i mean like let's be honest i mean i'm not trying to get too off track about here but you know when shell shock happened after mm-hmm. world war one the 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 leading clinical idea of how to you know get uh to to help people with it is simply get over it mm-hmm. um, people went through war and seeing their buddies get shot up and because of these tropes and these corsets and these ideas of what it means to be a man you fought you you killed you survived you are a man you are a masculine man stop crying over some mm-hmm. dead bodies like i think i think there's definitely something there and i think too well every society throughout history has positively selected for men who have more masculine and that's traits. what i'm saying but statistically now we're seeing that are what is required for a man to be successful in today's world? I don't think that's I don't the case. Think, I don't I think it's. I don't think it's the same skill sets. I don't think you need okay. to have that who, to be who's, successful. Who, who's, who, okay, which man is more, more is going to be more successful? The extremely confident and assertive man, or the more humble and demure man? Actually, which man study, is going to be actually, more successful? There's actually a study the physi- for this. There's actually, first of all, physical strength. Just physical strength. What do you mean physical strength for? Physical anymore? still corresponds to success. Well, I don't know. I've never seen that study. I actually read a study, however, that up the more physically the ma- strong men make when, more when, money. When, when when researching apes, they found that the apes that were more t- treated better, mm. uh, m- uh, more well liked, and had sex more, mm. weren't the most aggressive, most masculine of apes. It was actually the apes that were much more amiable to one another, who would. Uh, share their food, would help other apes out, and would and would groom other male and well, we're female gonna have, apes. Well, and well, what I'm saying is, listen, what I'm saying is this: there are different ways societies deem important. You're talking about bonobos. If you're talking, you might be talking about bonobos, and in the case of bonobos, that's probably true. But humans are more like chimpanzees. This is well studied. What I'm saying: humans are more I, like chimpanzees, I'm and chimpanzees that, are very different. I'm not, well, yes, I know that. I'm just saying that there are correlations between the animal world and, and the, the human human world, world to some extent. Yeah. Let me finish. That being said. Given the fact that societal needs have been changing, that's where the argument is coming. I don't think. I think back in the day, a lot of times these gender role switches or these gender no, roles but, that but were these prescribed aren't changing. These, that then much. I, I do believe so. Look, women are more educated in America. That's a fact. More women are going to college than men are. I well, that's another you. thing. No, 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 no listen. To me. The listen education to me. system is not well suited for males. It's much better suited for females. I, I don't. I don't. And you know what? And studies have said from, for decades that that's the opposite. The opposite no, they is haven't. true. Yes, they have. What? What, what studies? That, what studies that, have? 
that male that education is women do much better well i don't think it's because education is more suited for females i don't think that's true at all education in general is not necessarily but the education system now i don't believe that's true at all the point is is that more women are going out and getting degrees because they can why because they don't need to be married anymore they don't have to have children anymore they can become their own people and tim of course this is what i'm saying there are and this is what it comes down to they'll have economic power which means then there's no need and for societally in general to have men who have these bravados and masculine stereotypes to be able to go off and prosper because the fact of the matter is more women are going to university are smarter than men scoring better than men and this societal change is happening and because of that and because of this statistical reasoning men are asking themselves I was told all my life I should be a big boy and I should just fight everybody and be awesome. But I'm finding that that type of living style is not catering to what is going on where I don't – I can't go to a job and get a job out of the, nowhere because I need to have a degree or etc. And because of that, those characteristics of masculinity aren't valued anymore. Education is valued. No, that's incorrect. I don't, um, I don't believe. Ma- more, more masculine traits still correspond more with success. I mean if you had told me this was going to be your line of talk – um, in advance, I could have brought I studies. That. I mean, well, I mean, days people, ago, well, I've read, I could have brought I've read, studies. I've read counter, sir. I've read counter, and okay. the fact of the matter you is, com- you want, I'm not going to win out. You want to compare studies? Okay, next yeah, week? yeah, yeah. Is this the masculinity piece? I'm yeah. going to show this. Mine's bigger than yours, Timmy. My brain. All right, you, you want to know? You want to know how to really brain. emasculate a man? How? Okay, ask show him more studies. Now, ask him. Ask him what he wants to eat when you're at a restaurant, hmm. okay? And as the waiter come, don't let him speak and actually order for him. That's the easiest way you're going to emasculate him. I'll tell you right now, okay? Yeah, that's sure the it way, is. Because who did that? Why did, why did men do that when women went out to dinner? Because he was in control. Because he was paying. Hmm. You get a, yeah. And you get a woman right there who's earning more money than, your, than the man? Uh-huh. Who's going to be paying for that date most likely? Probably the man. No, well, it's going to be changing. We'd have to, we'd have to, look, at, we'd have it's to going, look at empirical What if studies. a man can't afford to go out on a date with a woman <laughs> anymore? Probably no, probably no woman wants to get with him. Anyway. I don't know. Maybe he's First a really all, sexy looking guy. Listen okay. to the well, is, yeah. If, uh, if you're attractive, yeah, then so you're going to get is, some sugar. So sugar what babies. I'm saying is if that woman says to that okay. waitress, my, uh, he'll have... No, no, no. The, he, because what's the response back? I'm a man. Yeah. I do it for myself. No one tells me what I'll eat. But um, like, and you've all heard well, it. Women, and women are still very much more so attracted to traditional masculine personality traits. Well, I mean, that's neither that's very, neither very here nor there. That's neither here nor there. I'm not saying who's going to be mating with who. Uh-huh. I'm just saying simply that I think, and I think even from our discussion, there are questions to be asked about this. And the interesting aspect is this: is that the feminist movement have given the verbiage for women to express this anxiety of role changing, who uh, being true to who they, themselves, and uh, trying to be their own woman in modern contemporary society now that they'd be given the rights to have them but now there's de facto discrimination going about it and there had been obviously and they're trying to fight that mold versus men there hasn't really been much discussion about what does it really mean to be a man and i mean fruitful discussions that relate to the needs that a person has socially and behaviorally in america yeah but i don't the thing is, I don't even know what that means. What does that mean? I don't. I don't see what you're getting. Okay, I don't, so I don't, obviously you you 
So I'm under the. I take I'm it under you the think there's some that, sort of solution. No, I don't. I don't have one. Okay. I don't. I'm, all I'm saying is, is that I think there is something there that we need to start discussing and at least admitting that. I mean, another perspective. Actually, I'll, here, I'll put, this, I'll put myself. Actually, on the table. okay. Put I'll put myself on the, on the table. table first. Like honestly, for the large, longest part of my life, I could not feel as if I felt comfortable with who I was mm. as a person. A mm. person. I was never the masculine guy. Mm-hmm. I was more of the artsy individual. Mm. I was more empathetic towards others. Mm-hmm. You know. And I, the way I brought myself to feel like a normal person was not the way in which I felt was asked of me from society to be. I was never that really strong masculine person. Um, and you know, and, and because of that, I fought that urge to do that. And I was a little bit of a prick. I, think. I disagree. I, 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 okay, I good. I, I think I, I showed different responses to shun away the feelings I had. As a person, as a as as an empathetic person, it wasn't until later in my late twenties mm-hmm. I started to realize. And this is for many reasons why this came about. And I said, you know what? Forget. I don't care what society is asking me to do. I don't care what the idea of what a man is. I'm gonna. I'm. I feel more like myself when I'm more open. Okay, but and you more do emotional. have you do have very uh, strong masculine traits. Well, what's okay? Well, You're for- very assertive. You're very confident. You're, you have a high, you say, high self esteem. Would, would you say a confident woman is masculine then? Yes. I don't Conf- think, I don't confidence. Think those, I don't think those two. Sh- I don't think masculinity and confidence well, we, should we, be we connected have to, intrinsically. Ex, ex, how to say ex, perhaps external confidence, projective confidence. I would also argue why can't a woman have that? Why can't that? Why? It, it's, it's a historically masculine trait. Confident, being assert, confidence in the sense of but assertiveness, it's, but, but but it's it's not it's those are social okay, constructs. arrogance, arrogance. Could not a woman be arrogant? I don't know. Yeah, sure, what I'm plenty saying, of women are arrogant, I, I but it's are not human it's not a fem, it's That's, not a feminine that, think, trait. It's traditionally and in, in all in all societies, it's always. But that's, what, but that's well. It had been now that women. No, but no, are no, but, becoming... no but we're saying whether or not you felt masculine. You have very particular masculine traits. You're very arrogant. You are very arrogant. It's okay. Well, There's nothing guys, wrong. Shots fired at the no, Tim Show podcast. I'm, I'm this, the one this, here. This guy. This guy's looking me straight in the eye and telling no, me I'm yeah. an arrogant sob. I'm, I'm the one here, somewhat defending masculine traits. You're you're arrogant. You're very um. <laughs> this is hurting me, guys. I'm dying. This is the you're very side. assertive. You're very assertive. You have a strong voice. I feel you like have a strong masculine voice, which is very important. I, Tim, um, Tim, what I'm saying is this: I'm not saying that I don't ascribe to any masculine trait. I'm saying that there are traits that I've no, had. But your that your do. predominant personality traits are masculine. I don't know about that. Arrogance. I, think, I don't. I don't think that's true. I think I am a very empathetic. Tim, have I ever been a person that's just been very crude and disliking of all people and not caring to help them? No, no. But to say that, not to say that benevolent men weren't like that, mm-hmm. but I can say, like crying at a movie is that masculine or not masculine? It depends on the movie. Oh my god! Okay, it's, Listen, it's not about my favorite football team men, winning. Okay, it's, a, it's about um, seeing seeing lovers in a park for the last, seeing, knowing that this is the last time they'll see each other. Mm-hmm. That makes that's me want to cry. Yeah, that's feminine. See, that's what I'm saying. I wasn't allowed. Now, to fit, now when to you feel have that. like um, Hector and Achilles, and Achilles crying over how his I don't cry best about friend that. had been slain in battle. Well, I, that's I, that's a masculine showing of. I never felt. I know, I've seen scenes in multiple movies uh-huh. about that, like you know Troy, for example. Mm-hmm. And I've never really felt that. Or you know what made me? You know what made me cry though? What's oh that? my god! Now this is for real. Um, 
Oh, who was the uh, Italian director for the Romeo and Juliet? Uh, oh, I don't 1960s know. 1960s version for Romeo and Juliet. I'm right? not sure. You know the one I'm talking about, right? The the one with um, uh, what is a youth no, in perpetuity? I mean, they make you watch that when you're a kid. Yeah, and I know the movie you're talking about. Uh, uh, Olivia, sure Olivia the... Hussey. Um, who was the director for that? It was Frank Zeffirelli. Yeah, that's I'm not it. familiar that with is him, that, though. Franco Zeffirelli. Um, the scene, and even when I and uh, when I saw the scene and mm. read the scene, Shakespeare's Romeo and Juliet, mm-hmm. where Mercutio is fighting Tybalt, and I know when I knew what was going to happen that Mercutio was going to get because they were play fighting, but they were fighting with real swords. Mercutio was going to get stabbed by Tybalt, um, and. Nobody thought it was real. They thought Mercutio was kidding. But I knew that scene was coming up and he was going to die. I have to look each and every time away after he dies, after he gets stabbed. And he's all like, oh, it's but a scratch. And then eventually he says, curse you, Montague and Caplet. And and he dies. Hmm. Pox on both your houses. Pox on both of thy houses. I I swell inside with pain. Hmm. And I feel so much sadness. Okay, well, who wrote that? It was Shakespeare. Shakespeare, a man. But Shakespeare's not a masculine man to me. I don't feel in in, in the constructs of masculinity, Shakespeare was an artsy fartsy fellow. Mm. You know what I mean? And that's just social constructs. So the point I'm trying to make is this. This this comedian, which by the way, I also want to emphasize, you don't need to be an expert in any field to be able to be real in your emotions and feelings and ideas. Just like in V for Vendetta, we talked about this two mm. po- last mm-hmm. podcast about the idea of when thoughts are in your head and they aren't expressed, they aren't given to anyone. Uh-huh. It's when you speak those words and show those words to the world where there gives meaning and, and life to them. And I think it's impressive that a person who is just a father, he's a father, he's a man, He's a comedian. He just says how he feels. And ladies and gentlemen, I just want to give it a sigh for a second here. You all have that potentiality of writing something beautiful and wonderful if mm. it has your voice and is real. I'm not saying it's going to blow up uh, and you're going to be an NPR or, or, or New York Times. Hmm. But be true to the ideas that you have in your head and express them. I mean, I, I think it's a, it's a valid importance to have so. And maybe that's my masculinity okay. talk. Anyway, I think well, I have... guys, I'm trying to help my our, our listeners here. Are you not, right. You're not done yet? I'm just saying be you. Okay. Anyway, I think I have a hypothesis here. All right. As, as towards an explanation for this whole ma- ma- masculinity muddle. Have we? Whoa. I, 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 we really want to talk a good, about this. It's a good topic. Uh, <laughs> anyway, um, so last week we talked about plastics. Two weeks ago, but yeah. Two weeks ago, plastics or getting maybe into... Maybe three... Yeah, maybe that's two weeks ago. Okay, Whatever, well, plastics. Plastics, and there was another story I just read today about how people who eat out a lot, specifically like fast food and takeout, uh-huh. because, <laughs> because they use a lot of plastic containers, uh-huh. they imbue a lot of chemicals that mess with hormonal systems. So, now I have a grand unified theory here. Oh, God. Masculine traits are still valued. They're still highly rewarded by society. But the problem is... So many men are consuming so much plastics, so many xenoestrogens, that their testosterone count is way down, and they're not masculine, and they're expected to be masculine, masculinity is still rewarded, so their lack of masculinity is counted as a penalty against them, which discourages them and makes them resentful, and the reason for this is because of our plastic-fueled economy which is tanking everyone's endocrine systems. And I'm almost positive this is the correct explanation. 
Well, it's like the Rome fall because of lead, though, and you don't. You don't yeah, but no one. That. Be- that's you, stupid. You don't agree with that. No, it's not true. I, I think it's a valid possibility. No, it's not. How? Explain. Uh, we're not getting into okay. this. Okay, we've we've actually gotten into this. <laughs> a deep, deep. If you dig deep First enough, of all, on podcast, it was the Antonine Plague. So you're an Antonine Plague, and then a whole bunch of other stuff, like 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 lead. Mainly because the Tetrarchy didn't work. If the Tetrarchy worked, okay. Rome could have kept going. Uh, all right. Well. Blame Constantine. How about we keep going? So I just thought that was an interesting concept, the idea of masculinity and the the idea that it's 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 not it's 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 the uh, the necessities of being a man today are changing. I disagree. And well, we can disagree. It's fine because the societal norms are changing. Mostly that it's all plastic. Mostly because women are finding their their way into the economy, which is rightfully so, uh, and and their roles are switching. Like for example, what if you were a stay at home dad? Was that is that masculine or is that feminine? It's feminine. There you go. So, and I would be perfectly fine if my wife, if ever I were ever to get married, earned one hundred twenty thousand dollars a year, and I could sit at home and take care of the kids. Um, I would love that. This is a well, I hate working. Okay, I don't want to so work. So do I. But this is a well-studied topic. Marriages where the men makes makes more are better and more stable and re- higher satisfaction is reported from both parties than in marriages where the woman makes more. Uh, this may- is a well-studied may- phenomenon. But maybe that's because the fact that there are societal norms that are saying that men need to be able okay. to earn. Maybe these societal norms aren't exactly so culturally constructed but are based in Oh, they're so nature. culturally constructed. Are you kidding me? The point I'm trying to make is, is that it's very well possible for us to understand that even it's not so much genetic as you were insinuating, but it is societal norm that's my that's my official opinion i think it's silly to think otherwise well cultural cultural norms will feed back into natural things like who who have been the armies throughout human history always males right so that's a cultural expect that that is on one hand a purely cultural expectation in that if you were to make or if you were to draw a picture you know cave paintings who is going to be hunting the freaking bison men um art if you were going we're to not hunting bison if, anymore. If, if you were go- Okay, since you can't take my point, let's. I go know what your point is because I've we I've said the point. Uh-huh. I've already said that there were reasonings for the structure societally to be what they were, and at times genetics had a big part to play because a lot of times the culture needed physical brute strength. Our culture no longer needs physical brute. But strength. other masculine traits like assertiveness and um, confidence, I, bordering on arrogance, and. You know, Not bordering, the, the, Tim. Border, I am arrogant. so arrogant, ladies and gentlemen. Don't take it bad. It's a, I, I told you why it's a good thing. It you contributes. look straight to my eyes and say, I hate you. You're an arrogant piece of... <laughs> <laughs> and other things, like physical strength correlates with success. It strongly correlates with men I, whom women find attractive, I, I th- very strongly, well, for example. I, I'm, Even like I'm you, just saying, okay, Tim, we've said yeah. it a thousand times, that there are correlations between typical masculine traits and desirable features within individuals okay could it right. possibly just but my, your argument is it's genetic to a degree my argument it's really just societally normed and all that's right just the way first it is. okay it's plastic and let's talk about poverty and empathy now don't throw this cue card at me you <laughs> son of a bee you son of a bee um buzz 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 is that Coming feminine buzz, or is that buzz, masculine you, you son of a gun you um, my wings I don't know. I was just thinking about this the other day too. A conversation I once had: the idea that um, uh, sometimes people can't get out of their box because they mm. never really felt a certain 
Empathy, for example, mm. is different from sympathy. Yes. Empathy means you've felt that pain or uh-huh. you've felt that condition. Or you or can conceptualize it subjectively. Um, no, I think it's that's, that's that's sympathy. I think sympathy can be felt can be understood in a conceptual idea, but not felt on an emotional or or uh, um, tangible level only mm. because you've never experienced it. For example, I can sympathize with women or African Americans for being disenfranchised within uh, based purely because they were considered uh, less than men. Mm-hmm. I can sympathize with that because I have also felt uh, as if I was not treated equally in certain situations, uh, not, not necessarily because I was a white, straight male, mm. but because maybe um, uh, I wasn't born of a socioeconomic status, mm-hmm. so I wasn't welcomed in certain groups. Uh, I can sympathize with people on that level. I can't empathize, though, with being black because I was never black. I disagree. I think, I, think you can em- I think you can feel empathy about something that you haven't exactly experienced. I think if, if we had to differentiate, I think sympathy would be recognizing recognizing one a, a certain person I think I think to a degree it is a semantic argument yeah, in, uh-huh. in a large sense mm-hmm. and and I think I think you I think whatever wording you describe it as I don't think we could ever truly feel what it means to be an African American in America I don't think there's any way you and mm-hmm. I could ever understand that in the degree in which African or, or minorities for that manner ma- manner have in, in the okay. American experience. but then of course there are many other dimensions and different personal blah blah blahs go on ahead well, I'm not saying ahead. people haven't been mis- treated i'm not saying that you can't empathize with Mm -hmm. but i'm saying the the black american experience to me i think would be a silly thing for me to say i could understand to its uttermost understanding that's just silly yeah okay that's just silly that's just it's that that episode of uh south park when uh when uh randy uh said the n-word on (laughs) national television Uh and then token and stan had to uh, never mind yeah yeah, we get it um well, I, I, I want to also address, I read an article that smart people or more intelligent people have a higher ability to cooperate with other people hmm. and are actually more caring. Well, yeah. Uh, and even though that sometimes things may not go the way they want it to for mm-hmm. their own self-gain, they have the intellect and understanding that it's better for a society in the long run to not get all the benefits they are. Because yeah. sometimes you could say that smart, arrogant people can take advantage, could use their power of intellect and understanding uh-huh. to take advantage of other people. But a lot of times that's not the case. Yeah, it's, it's not. Most, it's most times people who have more barbaric and mm-hmm. uh, Neanderthalic, I guess, tendencies to to do that the most purest form of human uh state is is a is is aggression Mm. okay and aggression in and of itself uh, at least this is what sigmund freud argues uh is is the purest state of human and that through societal contracts through social contract systems that's thomas hobbs isn't it that's tom that's a bunch of people well, I'm but not just saying. The, I'm not just saying Hobbes. Freud was the only one who said that. Okay, Hobbes right. was social contract. I yeah. know, but I'm saying, wait, who came before Hobbes? Or Hobbes Freud? came. Hobbes, Hobbes made social fifth. contracts. Yeah, sort yeah. of. Yeah, but I'm saying Freud argued that to quell our aggression as humans must be quelled uh, to be able to live in a society. I think Freud's idea was more so that society was to, um, how to say, control the sexual urge. Well, no, 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 no. I, I, I think the aggression to. Well, he did argue that the aggression to kill a man for another woman mm-hmm. is there, but you have to have aggression 
to first to be able to commit those things to happen. It wasn't. Okay. He argued it was aggression first. Everything else came after. Hmm. So, um, but smarter people apparently are less apt to do such things. And it's argued that this. And the article eventually argued that this is why education is so important. Because if you want a better, more equitable country, you need to make sure that your population is properly educated to have those sorts of things. Well, there is yeah. innate ability. No questions asked. But if you and I think a lot of most people have the same capacity to learn as most people. I think there's an average. That's why it's an average. I disagree. I don't. I don't disagree. It's, it's hard for me to agree. I think most people have the capacity to do what, if given the right circumstances, to be able to do raw mm. ability. I mean, I think we're all in that same field. I mean, if you want to believe what, and you're a big IQ believer, uh, that raw. I didn't used to be, but you're, that's what I'm saying. Most people are on the average curve, and that's just the way it is. We're all, in, the majority of us are within a couple points of one another, yeah. and then you have your extremes on both ends of the, mm-hmm. of the of that curve. And that's what I'm saying. You put people in the right situations. It also goes back to the poverty piece and empathy. You give them the correct resources to be able to be successful through education. Your society will actually be much better off yeah i don't think education does much i think it's well i disagree I, obviously this article says that very point well no it says that smarter that people cooperate better more doesn't clever say educated and more intelligent people make people it, doesn't, it didn't say raw intelligence it just said more educated and more clever people are better behaved than than idiots it's mm. just the way it is we don't have time to get into it. Well, we do. It's our podcast. We can have all the time in the whole damn world if well, we want to. Well, if we want to talk about these freaking French hamburgers, David. Well, I don't think we're going to have time to talk about French hamburgers today. All right. Um, you want to talk about John Bolton? I know that's... Yeah, a, a, Trump. To, I, 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 ladies and gentlemen, I want to preface it. This may even be a longer podcast than normal, but I, t- I wanted to talk about a lot of things. And then mm-hmm. Timmy said, Dave, all the things that you want to talk about are so much cooler than what they I want are. to talk about. So, but I do want to talk about John Bolton because I get a, I get really bolted up for Johnny. Right. Well, you don't even know who John Bolton is. I, I, so that I, I read the article. I wasn't interested in it because I don't. He's I'm a so freaking, sick of this Trump's a, crap. He's a Bush era neocon, and Trump made him the national security advisor. Trump ran against these people. Trump said everyone involved with the Bush administration should be in prison, which is true. They should all be in front of a firing squad, if you ask me, including John Bolton. He should be at the top of the list. He sh- certainly shouldn't be. A national security advisor. He's got a, he's he's a really big. Uh, well, I'm just gonna say it. He's got a hard on for Iran. He wants war with Iran. <laughs> Mainly, it's Iran. He just wants to go to war with Iran. And everyone needs to leave Iran alone. They're not doing anything. Um. Oh, Iran's the greatest state sponsor of terrorism. First of all, they're not. Oh God. Here Second we go. of all, America is. Third of all, <laughs> I love it. I love third it. of all, behind America is Saudi Arabia. They're number one and two. Iran's maybe number 12 on the list. Israel's above them. So, yeah, leave Iran alone. Blake, drop. Kaplunk. Boom. Um, I don't really have much to say about that. There's a, there's a lot to really unravel. He's got a mustache, too. I have, well, I'm not saying that's bad. Okay. I'm just, people need to know. <laughs> Speak about mustaches. Uh-huh. Um, so, apparently, the guy who was supposed to look after... Uh, well, there's this new story a couple um, a, co- a month or so ago about um, the gymnast coach or physical therapist. Larry Nasser was the fellow. I believe name? so. Larry Nasser. He was the guy that was inappropriately fondling his patients, and, mm. and the, especially the ones, uh, also the ones that were in the Olympics, and they were minors. Well, it turns out the guy that was supposed to oversee him was mm. just as much as a sick, screwed up piece of garbage as he was. Mm. This individual. 
was the uh, dean of Michigan State, and he his name is by the way, um, uh, what the heck is his name? Uh, um, William Strapple was the name. He was the former state former dean of uh, Michigan State University. Apparently, his computer had photos of mm. him and college students, which isn't illegal but improper. Uh, of his university and uh, uh, in sexual uh, engagements. Hmm. But here's where the story gets really screwed up. He has photos of the victims of Larry Nasser doing sexual misconduct with them on his computer as well. Hmm. Uh, he can burn in hell. Uh, this it's is like, a- I was supposed to oversee, wasn't I? Isn't that what oversee means? <laughs> right? Isn't that disgusting? Yeah. So, yeah, that that's in the news. Um, piece of garbage. Yeah, it's not good at all. Um, on lighter topics, I guess the um, <clears throat> world's worst case of gonorrhea. No, that yeah, we we're gonna end it with that, but I guess so. <laughs> well, the world <laughs> on lighter news. I didn't want those. Finished two on to- a high I note. I purposely didn't put those two topics in the same. Okay, t- okay. Together we'll, too. We'll, 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 we'll Let's talk about French. Up. The French. The, the French, French. Okay, are- they're eating hamburgers now. A lot. <laughs> They're not eating baguettes anymore. They're Apparently, eating hamburgers. hamburgers are now the most eaten food in, this is in, in the country bad. America is uh, America is spreading its seeds, seeds of poppy seeds. Yes. Also, they're making schools mandatory age to be no. That's terrible. Two instead of or three oh instead gosh. of six. The leave majority, them alone the for as long French, as possible. The majority of the French do send their children to school at three, though. Ugh, leave them alone. Three percent. Let them. Let oh, them have me. some. Three percent of the population are the only ones who aren't going to school by age three. They did this for the for the poor. I don't know. Oh which my is a gosh. good thing. No, which it's is, not. Which is a good thing. These kids don't need to be in the school system. They need to have lives. Like like we did. Look how great that did for us. No, I would have been much better off if I never went to school. Probably. Um, so the you know Marcus Aurelius said the best thing anyone ever did to him did for him was that his adoptive adoptive father didn't send him to a school to be educated. Well, that worked for him, but probably the majority of the people wouldn't work for. Him. I think it would work better for it... everyone. Uh, Apple's trying to have uh, a disability emojis. Hmm. Uh, okay, I think that's awesome. I, guess. I think that's awesome. I don't care. Um, to be more inclusive. Uh, what's not awesome is that the Scout organization uh, did not allow a, cer- uh, a, a certain Scout who uh, was me- uh, diagnosed with mental retardation um, uh, his, his awarded badges to become Eagle. I don't... Uh, Why? <clears throat> they said there he didn't follow the right procedures for individuals with intellectual disabilities. Okay. Uh, it sounded to me like it was a paperwork fudge. Hmm. And honestly, I don't think it means... The scouts really should have known better. They should have just given, I guess, so. given the understanding that the stu- that the child had needs and that the efforts that was put forth for those badges should be recognized under the program. Because there's a special program for individuals with learning disabilities uh, to get Eagle. It's not the same honor hmm. in the sense of the requirements given, but it's still an honor given the requirements required. And I think that's a special thing, a wonderful thing that scouts do, and they really botched this. For them, um, yeah, sounds like it. Um, all right, now we can talk about. Gonorrhea. All right, now it's time for the gonorrhea. Okay. So apparently, there's a strain of gonorrhea that is not being cured by traditional means. Going in England uh, by this one man who went to Southeast Asia for some fun time. Apparently, I bet he did. Brought it back, and mm. he is unable to quell it with the normal well, antibiotics. There we so, go. Uh, uh, 
that's super gonorrhea. So, I think it was called the super gonorrhea. Yep. So uh, I've been heard. That, I've been told this is fake news by some people. I don't think so. Sounds real to me. It sounds pretty real to me too. So uh, AIDS all over. <clears throat> So, whew, this has been a crazy topic. Sure has. I'm losing my voice. Uh, but that's it, ladies and gentlemen, uh, for this week. I know it's a little longer than normal, um, but th- what has that ever been a problem? Mm. So, uh, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, I hope you have a great rest of your week, and thank you for tuning in. This is Tim. And this is Dave. And this is Tim and Dave. Thank you all for listening. I hope you have a great rest of your week. Mm-hmm. Here comes Peter Cottontail. Mm-hmm. Running down the bunny. I actually really like the masculinity argument. We yeah, had. it was I, good. I, I, we're, we're supposed to be professors. You know that. I know. One day. Mm, yeah. History of poop. <laughs>